Hello, guys, your house. Welcome to this episode 176. I'm here with David. And hey, hey, what's up, guys? And this is Bobby, and we're back right before the playoffs, which is a good thing, but not maybe how we got there in the last couple games. Hmm. Yeah, I, Lewis, Lewis talked about how the Galaxy was going to back into the playoffs somehow, and I don't think we did that, but certainly hit a little bit of a stumble right before we go into it. We lost to two teams. Two terrible teams. That were not go. That we're not going into yeah, the playoffs. Yeah. Terrible while teams. While we were yeah. supposed to fly through them, blow right past them. Well, I mean, this is to. this was the Galaxy's mo this season. I mean, the the, yeah. the fine. I mean, it was it was pretty consistent. So that well, one thing that was consistent with, with the Galaxy is that the the, they the blow leads. Games, <laughs> well, that, that too. But I mean, the tougher the tougher games, the ones that no one really gave them a, uh, a legitimate chance at. They had a hell of a game, and they showed what they're perfectly capable of. The games that you figure were easy victories were automatic, uh, you know, uh, points that you could automatically just, uh, you know, um, put in the bank. They, they, they blew it. They just didn't take those. Those were usually the upsets. Yeah, and so, and it, they stayed true to that form all the way to the end. Uh, you know, w- winning games that many people were like, oh, that's a tough game. Oh, you put seven up on the board. Oh, you're going on the road to against a playoff team. You might lose the seeding. Oh, my God, you won. Uh, all right, well, then it looks like you're going to get your seeds because you play the worst, the two worst teams in the Western Conference. Ooh, you allowed eight goals, huh? <laughs> um, eight you goals know, two different back lines. Yeah, it, it's, it, it was so... Man, I mean, for me on Sunday was well pr- pretty much i had like what 330 throw between three and 330 i was so angry and then i got depressed because i took it so personally i i, I asked myself like what did i do to deserve, to deserve this because it was such a horrible sports day for me and uh, yeah, i'm looking at everything okay you got the galaxy losing you got rsl winning you got um, there was a winner in the Seattle-Minnesota yeah. game. Uh, you had no, – Minnesota- I, I Oh, yeah. Colorado didn't beat LAFC. Yeah, LAFC won. Uh, the Raiders won, which is pretty much the same thing as oh, LAFC. wow. Um, yeah. Uh, the Cowboys lost. And, and I seriously like, – I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, what, am I, what did I do to deserve this? Like honestly, I, I seriously thought about it for the next two hours at work. What did I do to deserve this? Because I, I took it so personally. And you, you did nothing, Lewis. Yeah, and, and and that's what kind of yeah. But the story is about yeah. how he's taking right, okay. it personally. The, but the, that's that was the whole point. That at the end of yeah, the day, yeah, for me, I'm like listening drama queen. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, 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 totally. Uh, uh, and at the end of the day, you're right. It, it wasn't my fault. I didn't do anything to deserve this, and that made me more depressed. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I had a, I just had a really really bad Sunday, and uh, I I woke up the next morning still feeling bummed, and I go, okay, I'm gonna have to do my best to try to put some sort of positive spin here. And and I have it set up. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that I believe the bullshit that's going to come out of my mouth, but, but I could spin it. Okay. I mean, look, here's the thing that you got to look forward to the next, <laughs> the next day, the next day you woke I up to your, spin it. <laughs> the next day you woke up to your son healthy and smiling or crying, whatever the liveliness of, of, of that little, he, kid is. he 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 uh, he lives in a 
he he lives in a world where LAFC may very well win an MLS Cup, and I and I and I feel bad for bringing him in. Well, but they haven't world. yet. They have not. They yet. haven't yet. So that that's the only world that we care about right now. Um, <laughs> what you know, my my Sunday started out actually pretty good. Um, I got ready. I went over to to, to Bobby's place. Um, we were gonna we made we made a day of it. Yeah, we made a day of it. I got to see Bobby's. I got to see Bobby's fancy new iPhone oven um, that has a that has a <laughs> selfie feature on it. Um, For a minute, I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> he made he made pizza in which uh, he almost poisoned us from scratch. He yeah, he made pizza from scratch. No he churned the cheese him. and he killed the cow and cut the and cured the meat. Um, yep. But all in all, it started out pretty good. Uh, we got to Bobby's so, place. So, Bobby so had the gotta... TVs going. He had the MLS whip around on one screen. He had the um, he had the Galaxy game on the other screen. I brought an extra uh, Apple TV so that we could throw ESPN Plus up. But I forgot been a good idea. the remotes. And oh my that, gosh! And that is when the bad day started because <laughs> we realized we couldn't do the multi-screen, so we had to stick with the MLS whip around for whatever reason. Stuck on the Dallas game for a really long time. Like I would say that the majority of possession was with the Dallas game, and even after it was six zero. They still held on the Dallas game. I was like, what? This game is over. Who cares about this game at this point? Oh, man, that sucks. But, yeah. So but, it was it just uh Yeah, but they held on but they held on enough for them to score another yeah. goal. They scored, so yeah, yeah, that's, that's what right. the whole they reason was. They're like, goal. we know they're gonna score, so just they keep scored it all, the, they scored another goal and then they switched to the galaxy just in time for them to get two goals scored on them. Yeah. Wow. So, salt in the wound. It was it was salt. We had to watch the Galaxy lose on two screens. So, was it just you two, or did Bobby's cousin end up watching the game with you guys? Because no, it, it sounds like no, Bobby's it cousin. No, just us and the boys. Okay, because it, it really does sound yeah. like Bobby's cousin ended up showing up. I think, <laughs> like, like no, in the second I, half. I think Bobby has Kinda the combination like wrong. I think Bobby is when I watch a show with another human. That's when things go bad for the Galaxy. Mm, possibly. See what what you should have done is. You should have invited DRC because he seems to be the the, good the, luck charm. the lucky yeah, yeah the, the lucky charm. He's the good luck charm. Yeah, yeah he's the good luck charm. Um, I think he's been to one bad game. I think it was like a Seattle game. It was like the only game that he the only game that he went to that wasn't oh, that Kansas City win that game. Might have been the right because he he because he's like the only other game I went to was the Seattle Floppers because remember he was talking shit the whole time. He's like, what the fuck? Mm, yeah, that sounds like DRC. Well, I would assume he would remember the games that he went <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah. So. Anyways, whatever. Anyway, yeah, that's that's how Sunday went for went for us. And then, and then after the games are over, Bobby and I got our FIFA series on. I oh, proceeded yeah. to win the first two games and then lose three in a row, just yep. like in balls and beers, <laughs> and give up the easy yeah. the easy title. He was there. He had one more game, and I had to come back by three, yep. and I did three games. Yes. Wow. Hardcore games, was, too. Yeah. Hardcore mm. games. Our wow. games are never – they're never good, but they're always fun to watch because <laughs> shit, crazy shit happens in our games. I but can, I, we should, uh, we I can confirm that. We should probably stream those, but 
yeah, I don't do know that, how much right? of an audience we would have because we're not actually good at the game. We just end up. Oh, come yeah, on. Come, we're not. You you speak for yourself. I play on world class. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Do you play online though? Have you ever played against? Oh no no no! no, no, no. I don't want to do that. Not, <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I, I played it. No, I've but I played, played online in, here played, and there. There's there's I've of course there's the of course sucky squad. people too. I've played in the Squadcast FIFA tournament for three seasons, and I've and I know yeah. how bad I am because of that. Because of really, that, I yeah. can and at least you know those who they are right. instead. Really, of just, I can like, only beat Gilberto. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Of course, of course, he would be the yeah. one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I th- I think I might have given Jamie Bacon her first win. I don't remember, but either way, uh, I digress. I I lost three in a row in FIFA. I'm, that's terrible. Um, I guess I guess we should talk about the Galaxy game. Go on. Yeah, go. I don't know. Go ahead. I don't know. I mean, it started out promising, right? Yeah, Zlatan, it did. Zlatan scores for well, me. We score first. It does feel for promising. me. A golazo. Bobby, was it a golazo? Yeah, yeah, that was a golazo for me. I I would have to agree. I, I would say golazo. We have unanimous golazo for Zlatan. Nice, yes. especially that one. That was just ridiculous. It was like so effortless. I mean, he makes it look so easy. He, he really does. So nobody, so so no one's gonna step up to me. All right, well let me try this. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> That's all it for literally real. was. It, it almost seems like, oh man, I, I got time to do you know, all kinds of creative shit here, and and goal number thirty for the season. Yeah. Um, again, we maybe because we're spoiled, maybe because we expect it, but th- I mean th- that's that's no easy feat. The guy makes it look easy, and you can say, "Yeah, there, you know, three guys have done it in the past two seasons." You know, oh, oh, oh. yeah. I mean, imagine him in his imagine him in his prime. They would be uh, double that, I think. I mean, if he's in his prime and MLS, uh, yeah, with the type of caliber, no, I'm saying I mean, his prime, prime, like age wise. That's what him in his that's prime, what Lewis is saying. Yeah, that's what in MLS. If he's in his prime in MLS, but there's a problem. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason for him for a player like that to be. Uh, in MLS, uh, he should be we're exactly not, where he where he. We're not been. talking. We're not talking literal. Like, oh my God! Never mind. Move on. We're not talking about literal sense of like how he should not be in this league. He should be in a different league. Blah blah. blah. I'm just talking about if he was in his prime, he'd be scoring like crazy as well, a lot more than he is now. Right. And I. Yeah, I, I I totally agree with that statement. I'm not sure where Bobby is yeah. going with that. But then you no, because then you want to move on to the whole like, well, he should. Well, if you think about it, he wouldn't have to be in this league. I'm like, that's not what we're talking. Well, about. Well, no, but he so. wasn't in this league. Well, the, no, what, I know what, that. What Lewis is saying is that Zlatan <laughs> would, in his prime would not have been. He has no business being in this league. And that's not the argument. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Go on. I, that that kind of is the argument that you you pose, but okay. Um, no, I just said imagine if he was in his prime. That was it. Just imagine how many goals he would make in his prime. And then you had to go into the whole literal uh, sense of actually, it. Actually, you don't even have to imagine that. Imagine if he would get the same calls that Vela gets because someone sneezes on him. I mean, the right. guy would probably have t- double the, the, the amount of goals. If you look back at the season of how many times he – I mean, a, a legitimate trip, a legitimate tackle, a legitimate pull – but because the guy is so huge and the guy has criticized the refs, 
they decided I'm not going to give this guy any call unless it's blatant. And even then, it's like a 50-50. There was a, so, there was a play in this game, right, where there was a, a hardcore foul. And I was actually surprised that they called it in the Galaxy's direction. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we're we're so used to, I mean, that those not going our way recently that there's not really any reason to believe that uh, it would have went our way. But yeah, I mean, if 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 Zatan was getting the exact same amount of calls that Vela got, he, he would have had at least 40 goals. At least. So did they, did they call the foul? Yeah, that would be nuts. Did they call the foul on Joe Corona when he got injured? You know, I don't remember now. I, I don't I don't think they did. If they did, I they called it back late. Um, I kind of wiped out that game as soon as. Yeah, I, I I know there was one play where there was a foul and. Galaxy had an advantage, and then the once the referee saw that Galaxy had advantage, he stopped the play, and he called the foul back. I don't, you know what? Now I can't remember. Yeah, that was that was terrible. Um, let Let's talk about the the starting eleven for this game. Uh, the one big, the one big question mark for me was, people Gonzalez takes the place of Daniel Steris. And from what we're hearing, that, that was a coach's choice that Dan Sears was going to sit. So I have to ask, what in the actual fuck is GBS thinking there? I honestly don't know. Daniel Sears has been your most consistent, solid defender your entire year. I, I imagine and when Gonzalez came in. Or when anyone was, was, it didn't have to be him. It could have been anyone. We we figured that Steris would be relegated to the bench, not because he deserved to be, but because just by okay, this guy's gonna. We're bringing him in for a reason. He's gonna be making more money than you. Uh, just for those two reasons alone, you're gonna be unfortunately relegated to the bench, even though you're our best defender right now. And. He never found his way to the bench. He stayed in the starting lineup the entire season. It almost seemed that GBS was doing right by him. That, hey, you have been our strongest defender. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure you stay in that starting lineup. And uh, Gonzalez would go to the bench. Or there was a suspension or an injury that allows Steris to stay in there. And, uh, and Or Polenta would be moved to, to, to the left. Whatever it was, Steris stayed in there. Whenever he was available. So it really doesn't make sense for Steris to be benched in the final game in a must-win situation. I guess maybe he figured, look, we allowed four goals. Something needed to be tweaked. I'm not entirely sure that that was the move that was supposed to be made. In fact, I get the logic. Like, we can't afford to to allow another four goals in uh, a game that we have to win in order for us to maintain some sort of, um, um, you know, a game at home in, in the playoffs. I, I'm not entirely sure what you do because obviously you're not putting in Shelvick for Romney. Right. I don't think you would, I don't think you switch up uh, Polenta or Steris. I think you have to keep those two in there and well, you have no one else behind uh, Felcher. So you're kind of stuck with that back line. If anything, your s- overall strategy 
may have needed a change. Maybe it would have been like, okay, let's just strictly play on the counter. If I don't want to get scored on, let's play defensive and pick our spots. Oh, the Galaxy but, doesn't know how to play that way. But, but this Galaxy well, team doesn't know how to play that way. This Galaxy team does not know how to play that way. No, 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 no. And that's maybe where more of the criticism comes in. Um, but, but yeah, I don't understand that particular move. I really don't. Yeah, I, I don't want to say that Davey Arnaud outcoached GBS. I think in, in this instance, GBS outcoached GBS. Yeah, I would agree with that. It was it was a, a, a mistake. And and if you're looking at the last game and you say, okay, I don't want to get four goals scored on me, uh, who, who was at fault for like two of those goals? It was Polenta last time, last game. And you you instead of pulling Polenta or maybe moving him out left and switching him and Romney, I don't know, do anything else. Keep Dan Stares in the lineup. You need him there. He is the he is the the most consistent guy that you have. I mean, so not only that, that I, I would I, I would even argue that he was your best defender this year. And I can and we didn't see this Daniel Steris until Skelota came in. Yeah. So so I could even argue like, look, you, whatever it is that you did to him and you unlocked uh, another level on this player and he stepped up his game and he showed it and he consistently showed it. He made his mistakes, obviously, but who did it? I think he made the least amount of mistakes. Out of that, uh, out of that back line, sure. But, yeah. But overall, I think Stara's above anyone else deserved to be in that starting lineup. Again, I, I would probably agree if you want to put Stara's and Romney in the middle and then move Polenta out to the left because we know that uh, Polenta knows how to go up. He's just not a fast guy. The guy, he's not speedy, so it, it kind of hinders that particular strategy that you know that you need to go up and down and maybe he's not going to be able to keep up with um with Ellis or Manotas. So I maybe that that, that was a, a reason why you don't do that. But um yeah I, I, I just think that you once again uh Galaxy just kind of shooting themselves in the foot and, and in this case um it was Skeloto and um you know it, it is what it is and Again, you had the opportunity to to win. You were up twice, uh, both times coming right out of the uh, you know out of the gate within the first what ten minutes of uh, of each half. So yeah, you came you give, out firing. Give up, you, but you give up the goal right before the half. Yeah, and, and again, one of oh God, I I, I, I don't understand that. I don't understand that. I, I think uh, Josh came out with a stat that said that. Of all the goals that the Galaxy gave up this season, and it was, you know, it was quite a bit. I think it was like, oh, what the heck was it? It was like in the 50s. It had to be, well, we scored 58 goals, and I know we had minus one, so it had to be 59. 59 goals. 30% of those goals that we allowed came within the last 15 to 20 minutes of a game. That is a horrible stat. That is that you that's do not lot. want to yeah, have. That is a, that's a fuck ton. You're, the, the amount of goals that you're giving up at that period of time should be minimal. It shouldn't be at 30%. It should be less than five. Well, and that's, the, that's when the Galaxy seem to be most vulnerable. I, you know, like as I said, I think what I think what we're doing is we're pushing up in the in the later stages of the game instead of dropping and 
you know, closing closing up the defense. And just because you're dropping and tightening up doesn't mean that you can't still attack. That's the thing that that bothers me the most about the mentality of this team right now is that they're thinking they're, the way that they play is they attack by overcommitting numbers and that's not and that's not the right way to play it like there, there was a there was a great video that came out uh i think it was like two three weeks ago with atletico madrid where they were in a situation where they were on a two-on-one and they turned it into a six-on-three at one point because they had their three center um midfielders sprinting back to cover up the 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 middle of the field while the out while the outside back or the two center backs uh try to spread the 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 play a little bit wider and give time for those other players to come back and recover like that's the thing that galaxy doesn't seem to do what i see a lot happen is i i see the counter start and too many guys are reacting too late or not getting back fast enough or just dropping their heads going like oh great what's going to happen here and they and and they're just watching the game yeah, you know, if, if again, you, again, the best seats in the house. If you're if you've seen that video of the Atletico Madrid players running back um, on a counterattack, I mean, it, it seriously looks like they are running for their lives. Yeah, like no joke, they look like they're running for their lives. It looks like, man, if I don't get if I don't get back here, Cholo's gonna like take my firstborn. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, that could be the deal. That could that be could very happened. well be. It could. I mean, seriously. That's why Ochoa looks so young, right? Um, the, the 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 manner in which they came back. I mean, it really was a matter of life and death. It looked like I am not, you know, I, I am doing this as if my life depended on it. I don't see that from the galaxy. Maybe they don't have the personnel to do it. Maybe maybe they don't have the speedy guys in order to do that. So then, why overcommit? Sure, Again, why right. why commit the numbers? This, yeah, this is and this is a uh, a blunder that has to go on the coach. If you know that you don't have the personnel to do certain things, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Now, granted that maybe it, I don't know, maybe it is a I don't want to say a stubbornness, but you're saying, look, if I'm trying to teach you something new, and this is the way we're going to have to run it, and we're and we're going to have to you know, take our growing pains along with it, then, you know, okay. So, so, so be it. I, I just think it's, I don't know. It, it's frustrating to, to, to see that the transition defense or just the defense overall just really isn't there. I, I admit that the, in order for that strategy to work, you're going to need wingbacks. We didn't have wingbacks. We didn't have, players there that were meant to do what Scalotto is trying to do. This is, and I'm not making an excuse for him, but he was given two players that apparently are very essential to the attack that were not suited to, to do so. You had Rolf Felcher, who isn't the fastest guy on the team, who isn't the best at positioning himself, who seems to be more of an offensive-minded defender than he is a defender, which I find very bizarre. Um, can't well, cross that, but that's shit. not rare. But that's not rare these it's, days. Yeah, can't can't cross. Yeah, yeah. can't cross. If, shit, if, if you're is, if you're an attacking minded defender, and you can't cross, 
then you're worthless. <laughs> right. Um, you're essentially worthless. Uh, Shelvick, well, I mean, come on. Like, that, that's, I'm, I'm going to go without saying there. And then Romney really isn't fitted. He can do it. But that's not his game. I, I mean, think he's he can, been the most capable of the of of the the guys you just mentioned. Yeah, I, and I have to agree role. with you. Yeah, yeah, I, I think and he's I been agree the most because with, because I think that Jay Romney understands what his limitations are. So yeah, he might not be fast, but he he do, he also doesn't overcommit himself. I think he 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 has been caught a few times, but those seem to be more far and few between the way that you know compared to Romney and and Felcher, and. You know, if we're having this this discussion, this, this sort of this stubbornness um, realization in June, July, August, all those three months, we've seen it. We've you know we've seen it happen. It happened in it happened in June. It happened in July. It happened in August. By September, if I'm the coach, I don't care how much I want my system to work I'm I'm in the mode of like okay now we gotta lock up our spot we gotta we gotta go into the playoffs and be able to play a certain way and the way that I want to play isn't working so it's September now it's time to refine the more conservative style let's do that now we're facing a team that's going to go into the playoffs and if and and they're going to face teams that are just going to sit back and counter. Like the last month has shown MLS if they weren't already paying attention. This is how you beat the Galaxy. You let them come, you let them overcommit and you hit them on the counter. Yeah. But, I mean especially it's, it's... especially in times when they're close to scoring. If you let them get a good opportunity and they miss or they don't they don't hit on on that opportunity. You best believe that if I'm the opposing coach, I'm saying, okay, as soon as that shot is taken and missed or saved, you're gunning down the down the field. Like the blueprint is there for the for teams in the playoffs, right? Um, there's no reason. So if it, you have to believe that GBS is a better coach and able to adapt, but. If he's going to make a tactical adjustment, the team is not prepared for that. The team hasn't been playing like that or isn't used to playing like that. So how effective is it really going to be? No. Yeah. The the only thing I would say is that, you know, if you're you're playing a certain style between March and August, you can't say in the final four weeks, I need to change something. Uh, it has to happen sooner. Um, but I, I understand what you're saying. I mean, it's September where it's like, okay, I need to preserve points or I need to uh, j- just do something where I could be a little bit more conservative or I'm not constantly losing or bleeding away points that are very valuable at, at this. Well, I mean, it's valuable at any point of the season. But, you know, come crunch time, you, you want to be winning those games that are, that are even. You know, you, the, those mistakes that that the good teams capitalize on and win late. Well, it seems that the galaxy are that team that you want to play against um, because they're, they're very vulnerable to mistakes, especially in the game. It's just something, I mean, I'm not even sure if it's a mental issue. I'm not sure. I mean, you could even say it's a tactical issue as far as, okay, you know, like we know that Scalotto really rarely puts in subs 
Uh, granted that maybe the subs that are at his disposal aren't really great because of the injuries or because, uh, again, the way the team was built um, in, in years prior. Uh, we don't really have the depth. We don't have any game changer that comes off the bench that can, that can you know, either um, create a spark or even just kind of step in and say, okay, guys, we need to, we need to settle down here. Uh, the closest yeah. one you, but, you have is Pontius. But, That's but the closest you, one that you have. But you learn and you and you learn how to play and utilize those guys. But what do we? But what did we talk about? I mean, there's a lot of talking points that we had in this season. What was one of the ones in the middle of the season? The Galaxy had no leaders. The Galaxy had nobody on the field that was a true general that can actually tell the guys, "Hey, we need to regroup. Hey, we need to, you know." Calm down. We need to get our heads back into the game. We need to concentrate. We cannot keep giving up these points. You know, someone that's going to pick up these guys instead of instead of everyone just kind of hanging their heads. We we talked about this throughout the season that the Galaxy have no real leader as far as uh, someone that can actually pick uh, pick this team up. I mean, Zlatan we know can easily carry the team on his back. We know that he's able to when he wants to dominate games. But as far as like the general, the way that say Robbie Keane was, he wasn't that. So, you know, there is, I mean, that, that does play a factor in you letting in that many goals that late in the game constantly. There's gotta be someone in there that says, dude, we need to settle down. But at the same time, it's also the coach. We're saying like, Hey, I get the joint for the W and that's fine, but you know, there are certain ways to do things. And if you're going to play like that, you got to make sure that you teach them how to get back the same way. Like, dude, threaten their their firstborn. You know, hmm. it worked. It, it worked for Simeone. You know, so you know, give it a shot. I don't. Um, think, I don't think uh, Scaloto is that kind of coach. No, yeah, I, he 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 definitely isn't. He he's uh, uh, but but still, I. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's just frustrating. Really frustrating. I mean, eight goals to the two worst teams in the Western Conference. Uh, when, I mean, really, just win one of those games. You win one of those games, you're in third place, and you're hosting at least one. So, yeah, it's it's, it's just frustrating. And uh, uh, Galaxy lose two in a row and uh, fall all the way down to fifth. Uh, worst possible case scenario, and it happened. Three things needed to happen. They all happened. Um, <laughs> God, like, what the fuck is it with my my soccer teams that just tend to really, really beat those odds in the wrong way? Um, and so, so now they, they they fall into fifth place. They they're not going to host a, or at least they're not guaranteed to host a any playoff game. We may have seen the last of the Galaxy this season. The only way that we can see the Galaxy come home is uh, if they win their first two games. And either Portland or Dallas would have to navigate through their two yeah. games. Western Conference Final, right? And and Western Conference Final is the only way that we can host it. And it's kind of like a double-edged sword here because the, the team that I don't see Dallas doing it, for one. And the, 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 the team that you're probably looking at is probably the most likely to happen is Portland. And I, I don't want to host Portland. Portland is a good road team. If they make it through that Western Conference, for a reason. Yeah. So it's kind of that double-edged sword that you're kind of hoping that Dallas does it, but you know that that's not going to happen, or at least I don't think it's going to happen. Um, Still, Dallas knows how to beat us. Uh, 
I don't fear Dallas. I mean, the, the, the truth of the matter is, is that I don't, and I, I stand by this, I don't fear anybody in the Western Conference. It's just what Galaxy team is going to show up. Which one decides I mean, to show up? You just you you, you well, just, that said just you were depends a little... on every game, right? Well, well that's no, the thing. It's just every no, game. I, who shows up? I think up? we know know which team is going to show up now. It's going to be the team that overcommits in the attack and the and has a dysfunctional okay, David, defense. Make the show called overcommit. Yeah. You've and, already made and sure and it has a dysfunctional defense. Like that's the team that's going to show up. I uh, well, the, the thing is, is that you've seen games where the Galaxy show their potential, where they're just outclassing opponents, they're holding the ball, they're creating, they're scoring goals, and yes, they're letting in a goal late, but by that time, it's kind of like garbage time, and it, and it really doesn't matter. And then there's other times where you're still very much in danger of losing the game, or it's still in contention, and again, you're, you're letting in a, a goal late, but this Galaxy team could be anybody in the league. I, sure. I truly, I truly believe that. I, it, it's not that we are overmatched. I don't, I don't think there's any team in the league that says, you know what, we are completely overmatched. We are way in over our heads. There's absolutely no way that we can win this game. Are they tough games? Are there tough, tough games out there? Sure, most, most of them are going to be tough games, but they're very winnable. So there's no team out there that I'm saying they're, they're going to beat the shit out of us, and we have no prayer. And if we get to that point, that's where we stop. There's nobody in the Western Conference. That does that, right? If anybody the, can you beat the Galaxy, at, it's the Galaxy. You look at you look at the 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 teams that are in in the first round of this playoffs bracket, and you say, okay, how many, the Galaxy need four games to win four games, right? To to win MLS Cup. Yes, that's four games in a row. The Galaxy has not done that this season. So his no. so I'm kind of. Glad you brought that up. At the most, at the <laughs> most, they're, at the most, they're like two games in a row. I mean, I know we went on a run where we had three, three but pretty. I mean, that I think those are exceptions. This is two games in a row that, that puts us at the Western Conference Final. Even if it's Dallas or Portland, I still don't think we get beyond that point. The thing about so here's the thing. I mean, I here's part of my positivity thinking um and i'm stretching for this particular one if the galaxy had won out the season they beat vancouver they beat houston the way they were supposed to do they would if they had would have done that i mean minnesota dropped points so did seattle uh in those final three games so the galaxy would have ended up as a second seed and they would have stayed in los angeles the entire way through and pretty much the road to MLS Cup was made a hell of a lot easier if that were the case. If the Galaxy were to win MLS Cup or have a you know, shot at winning MLS Cup, they would have had to have won nine games in a row in order to do that. Had they beat Vancouver and Houston. They would have won five in, five in a row to finish off the season. You're hot. You have all this momentum. Then you got to win another four. Winning nine games in a row in MLS is damn near impossible. Mm. Okay, I you can go unbeaten in nine. You can have a win, uh, a couple of draws in between there, for sure. But going into the playoffs, someone's got to win. So if you were to make an MLS Cup run, you would have had to have won nine games in a row, and that's a damn near impossibility in MLS. 
probably would not have happened. They probably would have stumbled somewhere, if I'm being perfectly honest. If you want to be positive about this, look, you kind of shot yourself in the foot. You don't get to host. Fourth would have been nice as well. As I said, you, you would have stayed in Los Angeles the first two games before traveling. Um, and maybe one of the, again, maybe you have the hope that maybe one of the the uh, the, the two bottom seeds uh, navigate through and maybe you host the whole way through. Who knows? But now you can say instead of winning nine games, you only got to win four games, which, again, is tough itself. But someone's going to do it. Someone has to do it in order to win MLS Cup. So someone is going to win yeah, four games in, in a row. Yeah, in order for it to happen, that has to, yeah, that yeah, has to happen. Yeah, yep. so someone is going to win four games in a row. Can the Galaxy do it? Theoretically, yes. Like I said, they can be anybody on any given day. It just depends on which Galaxy team decides to show up. The motivated ones, the ones that are just playing with all their heart without, you know, even if they're making mistakes, they're doing everything they can to make sure they're, it's corrected, to make sure they're making up for it. With a team that just kind of shoots themselves in the foot and puts their heads down and, you know, gets back on the horse, but only just to do it all, all over again. Um, so there's no reason why the Galaxy couldn't win. These next four games, like I said, there's no one in the Western Conference that I really fear. Um, but, I mean, I, I honestly believe with this Galaxy team being so inconsistent, I, I actually think that's asking a lot. Um, and if I'm trying to be more positive about the road to MLS Cup, I mean, for anyone who still believes that we can win it, uh, for anyone out there who's, you know, uh, gla uh, half uh, glasses half full type of person or who just has that fool's hope that, hey, it could still happen, there's a couple of facts that, really shouldn't be overlooked. Number one, you're playing against Minnesota. Minnesota has never been in the playoffs before. This will be their first playoff game. Don't overlook that. There's inexperience there. Even the teams that were made to be competitive, made to be successful, the Atlantas, the, uh, the LAFCs, they lost their first playoff game at home, mind you, when they were heavy favorites. So it's don't overlook the fact that this is Minnesota's first trip to the playoffs. I think mm -hmm. that that actually plays a huge factor in the game. And let's not overlook the fact that Minnesota has never beaten the Galaxy. So you kind of have that going for you. In fact, your next two opponents, should you get past the first one, your next two opponents have never beaten you, ever. That's one way you can spin it. That you have... This road that isn't the easiest of roads, it would have been better if you were swapped, if you were at home to Minnesota, and then you would have stayed uh, virtually at home for the next game against LAFC. You have to travel now, but you actually have some sort of statistical and mental edge over the, your next two potential opponents. I don't think you should overlook that. Um, and that, again, that would put you into the Western Conference Final. Should things go your way or should you not decide to fuck up? And that's not something that you can bank on. That's what scares me is that if, if when the Galaxy have everything going in their favor and is there for the taking, they don't take it. So, um, I, I mean, for me, I think the best thing to do is write this team off. Because that seems to be when the Galaxy are the most dangerous. When nobody thinks they have a chance. They leave them there for dead. And all of a sudden, they pop up and, and they strike. So... You know, uh, take that information for you know however you may. Is this uh, was this your spin? That was my spin. Yeah, I mean, that was it, just, this was your spin. Yeah, that that was my spin. I I do believe that we can beat Minnesota. We just really made it tough on ourselves. 
I would have felt much more confident if this was a home game rather than a road game. Well, the one the one thing that the Galaxy has working in their favor here with the Minnesota game is that it, it definitely won't be hot. Uh, definitely won't be humid. As a matter of fact, it's supposed to rain the day before uh, in Houston. There's also a college football game happening the day before, um, which will likely tear up the field. So I don't expect to see... Ramon Alessandrini in this game because apparently he's been um, training and and he could have been available for this game, but they didn't want to. The coaching staff didn't want to risk it, uh, according to uh, to what uh, Josh Gessman on, said on Corner of the Galaxy, or maybe it was Kevin Baxter. Um, so I I don't think you risk Ramon in this game either, where there's the the turf or the grass in Minnesota. Is going to be less than good. Um, I, I'm not even sure if this is even about injuries anymore. Let's just be honest. Would you trust your season when your playoff line, uh, when your playoff life is on the line? Would you trust a guy who hasn't played in six months? If you need that spark off the bench, I mean, I, I think it would motivate the entire team to see him come back, and you know he's going to try hard. Oh, he's. I mean. I have no doubt that this guy is going to run onto the field and run through a brick wall if need be. That's not what I'm doubting. But you got to figure this guy. Remember when he came back from injury the first time, how rusty he was? Why Like, why would you think that after six months he wouldn't be like just as or even more rusty sure, going into but the playoffs? But that's still, that, that, that still sees a little bit of doubt in the minds of the opposing team where you, you know— just like anything, you recognize the name, you go, ooh, okay, maybe we have to stick a man on this guy. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. And so that frees up other people. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you, mean, can't have, you can't have two guys parked on Zlatan like Vancouver did if you bring in Roman Alessandrini late and you go, ah, crap, we kind of have to watch him just in case. Right, but if he's, again, theoretically, if, he's, if he comes in, obviously he's going to want to do everything and more because that's the type of player that he he is and sometimes we criticize him like dude you're doing way too much yeah like you need to give the ball up dude there, there was a better decision here yeah you didn't it, have to do that on your own and he's probably going to be hitting the ground running and you know what if he does just kind of give the ball away maybe they're saying like oh keep an eye on him but chances are he'll probably shoot himself in the foot so maybe we'll just keep those two guys on slot time because he seems to be the most dangerous one anyway, and he's probably going to be looking for him anyway. Though the whole point is, is that I'm not sure that they're going to want to trust a guy who hasn't played in six months to come in and. I'm save not saying it. he's going to come think, in. And, I'm not saying he's going to come in and be the savior. I, I, I at no point did I say that. I just said he could be a spark off the bench, but given the condition that the field will likely be in, they won't want to risk him, and so he he may not even go with the team. Yeah, I mean, it, it is possible. So um, we know he didn't travel to Houston. Right. Um, who knows if he's going to travel to I mean, the, 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 the energy level barely traveled to Houston for the Galaxy because, you know, it was hot. It was hot. Remember, what was that thing at the beginning of the season, Bobby? We're going to be the most fit team in the entire league. Oh, that went out the door like in the midseason. Yeah. yeah. And uh-huh. and I heard a lot of people and I heard a lot of people like poo-pooing this and were like, oh, yeah. You know, the people in the stands were, were you know, getting dehydrated or, or they were, you know, suffering, almost suffering heat stroke because of how hot it was in Houston. It's like, yeah, but dude, 
is anybody in the stands a professional athlete? No. You know, you should be training for these for these things, for these conditions, especially at this point in the season. I get you've had a lot of games in September, but they weren't right all on top of each other like they were earlier in the season. I mean, we had a whole week's rest for this game, and I still think that the energy level that the Galaxy suffered was... Yeah, they looked too it, windy. Yeah, they looked way too game. windy too early. Look, I get it. The weather is going to play a factor. I understand that. I, I know that nobody's immune to that there's you know whether you're used to the cold or used to the heat or whatever it is i understand that there's a factor i know that people will call it an excuse and it's not what they want to hear they want your team to play better especially especially in a game as important as this one they don't want to hear that heat was an excuse and to be fair i'm kind of one of them but for me to just dismiss it as bullshit and that it has absolutely no effect on you is also pretty naive. I I don't want to say that's the reason that we lost. I am not going to excuse them and give them a pass for it. There is the weather factor is very real. If if it's blazing hot and you're 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 probably going to die out. You're probably going to be very sluggish. I understand that, yeah. but, I, but Dave is not saying Dave is not saying that he's saying that they should be conditioned better. It's not saying that they should be well, robots and well, not have the, any reaction to these things, but they should be conditioned better, and they haven't been for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, we, we, we've seen too the many whole, times the whole sell to us was that they were going to be this team that is going to be like an army that just constantly has endurance. We, That's what they were telling we, us. Didn't we? I mean, I'm pretty sure we talked about this in may or in june where yeah, we, we did where we, we asked did. ourselves like hey what's the point of valicantos if if he's saying that we're going to be the most fit team but we're running out of gas in fucking may like how the hell are we going to look in september or october well you're, you're kind of seeing it right now and yeah it it would it's one of those things that happened throughout the season that dude you're running out of gas fairly quickly that wasn't supposed to happen and granted i know that you're not immune to it you're going to get tired it's a long season you're human i get it um and you know rotation really wasn't a uh, strong point nor was it the galaxies overall because like i said we had no depth we couldn't really do too much uh roster movement unless we really really wanted to tank a game um, cause when we ever, when we did do that, we saw the starting lineup and saying, okay, I guess we decided to lose this game. So yeah. even the fans were kind of like, like on that boat, like, yeah, don't tinker with the lineup. I, we don't have the personnel to do that. So but subconsciously even we did, and we, I know, and he but he did, did with the that. back line. Uh, well, he did, he either when he tinkered did do too much it, or he didn't tinker enough. Well, when he did do it, like I said, to be fair, whenever he did, do squad rotation because he played three games in nine days, which, you know, thanks MLS schedule. But when you play three games in nine days, you're going to have to rotate. When he didn't rotate, we got on his ass for not rotating. When he did, we got on his ass for putting in the people that he did. Well, what choice did he have? Those are the players that were available to him. Either because of injury or just because, like I said, because the roster was not well put together uh, prior to him getting here. That is what he had to work with. So... He was kind of damned if he did, damned if he didn't uh, in that sense. It still doesn't excuse the fact that you brought in a trainer that 
basically said we are going to be the fittest team in the entire league, and that wasn't anywhere near the case. So I think, you know, obviously us three didn't forget that. Um, we called them out on it very early in the season when we shouldn't have called them out early in the season. Um, it shouldn't have happened that early, and, and it continued on. So um, just just frustration all around, and I think it's very – I think it's justified, to be honest. So it is what it is, though. Well, now we're facing Minnesota, but before we get into Minnesota, Lewis – are we forgetting something about the Houston game? I'm sure there's a lot of things I want to forget about the Houston game. But go okay. on. <laughs> go on. Well, this is usually your part, but I'll, I'll do it this okay. time. Okay, okay, okay. Fine, fine, fine. I, I, I really didn't think that there was any any point to it. but um, So let's go ahead and look at the stats. Uh, ball possession. Again, I, I maybe it's just me. I, I see things differently. I'm biased. I I expect better, um, and maybe I'm not seeing that. But the Galaxy held more of the possession than Houston did, 57-43. I didn't really feel that. I actually thought the Galaxy were chasing a lot of the game. Yeah, I, um, I felt that. Yep. Um, especially especially after Corona went out, I, I think they really dropped like a lot after Corona went out. That was a huge hit, right? Huge. Huge. I mean, and, and I saw it within within five minutes. I was like, yeah. hey, we lost the ball. Hey, we haven't had the ball in a while. We're going to get scored on. And, of course, it took another 20 minutes for that to happen. But, like, you kind of figure, like, this is going to happen. We we kind of lost our edge here. And, yeah, that, I mean, that was, that was a – I didn't think it was going to be that big of a loss. But it certainly was. Yeah, I mean, we had talked about how Jonathan Dos Santos is the player that we we figured like, okay, if if Jonathan goes goes down injured, you know, hopefully not, um, that's the kind of drop off that we expect to see. But I don't think any of us expected that kind of impact uh, Joe Corona was having. Um, and then you bring on Fabio Alvarez, who hasn't played in what like a month. Mm, yeah, more or less, maybe. Yeah. And, and and seem kind of out of sync with the with the game with with and, the team and again, as, as he should and be. And again, that, that, that's the rust. Yeah, that's the rust. That's the rust I'm talking about. You know, you, you don't play <clears> in a few weeks, you're gonna feel it. You, you, right. you're, you're gonna you're gonna need some time to to get your rhythm back to get you know back into you know you don't just hit the ground running. You can try all you want, but you know sometimes your touch isn't there, your timing isn't there. Uh, you know the the chemistry that that you have with your teammates. Oh, I have to rebuild this. Even if it takes one extra game, then so be it. Um, but yeah, you obviously saw that uh, Alvarez was was a player that you know you can tell had not played um, in a while. I don't think he did too bad. No, um, no. I mean, but I, I also don't think that. I mean, I. I But then, I mean, it's, 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 it's Fabio Alvarez, though. I mean, I can't really, like, expect too much. Like, hey, this is a guy that I expect to score goals and have assists. He's only and, had, like, two good Right. He, he's he's like, kind of, like, up really, and down. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, like, the expectation with him isn't isn't supposed to be stellar. Um, so, you know, maybe there's some bias on my part there. Um, I mean, overall, the, the stats seem to be pretty even. 21 to 20 total shots. Houston with the 
the one shot advantage there. Chances created are actually uh, uh, more for the Galaxy at yeah, 20 to 17. Um, pass accuracy, same thing, 86 to 83. Uh, fouls committed pretty much even in 9 to 8. Same amount of corner kicks. Uh, shots on goal, 7 to 6 in favor of Houston. So, I mean, the. The stats the itself, like three times, three times, yeah. yeah, yeah, which don't officially count. They should, add that. They should add that on stats. Oh yeah, well there it is. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, but man, it, it's just uh, it, it's just frustrating. And I guess uh, the the game that I that David wants to play, who is man of the match? Who is your highest rated player in oh. this game? Oh, I don't fucking know. Besides Latan? Sure, besides Latan. <laughs> Latan is, is, is usually it's always Latan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's always Latan. Yeah. It's always Latan. But yeah, yeah. Um for me it was between Pavone and and Legette. Bobby. Uh those are good. I'll add Jonah to the mix. Okay, so it actually is Pavon outright, the, the highest-rated player, um, at 8.4. Um, and if we are taking Zlatan out of the equation, who is number two, Leget would be number three. Or Leget would be number two if not for Zlatan. Uh, Leget is at number th- uh, three at 7.9 rating. So, uh, so David's right. So David, for the most part, is, is right. <laughs> Um, Woo! You won something. <laughs> Damn! See, this is the shade is being thrown. Yeah, that's where the shade is being thrown. Yeah, uh, Alvarez came in in the twenty-third minute, so not entirely uh, the entire game, but a good majority of it. Uh, uh, Fabio Alvarez actually with a seven point one. Uh, so that seems to be. Uh, on pace with the with the front six, the the back four are the ones that got the lowest rating. Obviously, when you let four goals in, uh, your rating is going to be low. When the, your one job is to make sure that those balls aren't going in. Um, so, worst rated defender was actually Diego Palenta at four point eight. Oh, yeah, that's really bad. That that's, that's really bad. Really, really, that's, really bad. That's probably. His worst rating of the whole year. You know? I, I would have Absolutely. to agree with that. I, yeah. I I don't remember him ever being the worst in maybe the back maybe four. when he maybe when he uh, gave the two own goals in the at the beginning of the season. Oh man, I, you know what? I think I could go back to those games yep. and I can promise you that because I told you that aside from the own goals, you right. actually had, he had better a ga- very had better solid games. performance. Yeah. And you know what? I'm gonna actually gonna go back and. Uh, and look at the his stats for those games. So, so give me a give me a second there because I, I can't imagine that even those he, games he was he, he was lower than four point eight. <laughs> okay, so so in the first game against Chicago, you know he had that. Uh, I think he had the own goal. Oh no, no, he didn't have the own goal. He almost did. I think he had a back pass, and I think that that's right. That's it. right. It almost became. Uh, that's right. Like he no, he back passed it to to one of the players, and the player scored. That's what that that, that was the first game. Like he, he made a back pass with it to nobody and the and and the forward, whoever it was from Chicago, ended up scoring 
Um, but yep, I remember it yeah, vividly. Yeah, five point eight rating for Diego Polenta in his very first game, and then he had the Dallas game in which uh, there was uh, pretty much the same thing, um, if I recall correctly. And even then, he had a six point rating. So, <laughs> so this is still his wor- by far his worst rating. I mean, I- I'm not going to go back and look at all thirty four wow. matches, but this has to be the worst. Um, I, let me see what he did. I don't think he was even that bad in Vancouver to be perfect. Yeah, he, he was 5.5 in Vancouver. So, uh, 4.8, I, I can't imagine there's any other game in the season where he had a worse rating. I'm, I'm trying to find one, but so, I, I so sincerely this is, So this is Diego Polenta, probably the, the one defender that the Galaxy has pinned their, their hopes on hitting – a bad run of form right at the wrong time. Uh, well, I mean, you can say that for everybody on the team. I mean, you can say that collectively as a team that you're saying, not, look, you no, lost. No, your not run. really. Because you look at Christian Bavon, he's been really consistently high, highly rated. Legit has been on the up. Dos, uh, Jonathan Dos Santos is like the, the, the most even, player that we have i think there was one bad rating where he was uh rated below like a a five right or below a four uh six um joe corona seems to have been on the up our back line has been fairly bad all year so it's not like they're taking a dip in form they've just always been bad right so it's it, it i can't say that they're they're hitting a bad run of form uh, okay, fair enough. I okay, I can get behind that. I just feel that. I mean, even even with you saying that, kind of goes with the inconsistencies of the team, does it? Sure. So, but yeah, oof. Diego Polenta, that's not good. Yeah, it's, it's not good. Not good it's at all. Not good. I, I'm not even sure. I actually went back look at. I'm looking at some of the like the bad games. The the San Jose game in which you know we allowed like 200 shots. Right. Um, the uh, the Portland game in which we we got smoked four nil. The Atlanta game which, where we got beat three nil. Um, none of those were in, in the four point um, in the four point zone. He was always at five point. There was one where he got red card and he was still five point one. That's crazy. <laughs> Who's making up these scores? Yeah, it it it's. It, it's it's insane. I I I said I was gonna go through thirty four games, but I, I there you are. damn near <laughs> I, I'm damn near close to thirty four games, and uh, there is not one where he is lower than four point oh uh, four point eight. I'm sorry. Uh, although I just run into one right now from uh, from people at three point eight, so Ooh. that's fun. Yeah, um, that was against Seattle not, in that point of loss. Surprise! Like I think he's been fairly. Like, you know. If you look at his if you look at his game total, I would say that he's had more bad games than good games. I would agree with that, but I even if I'm saying at three point eight, I think that's even. I don't think that's indicative. I don't think Shelvick has player. ever gotten that low. Of a I, don't, I, I, I don't think so either. I think I, I I'm pretty confident. I'm not going to go back, Jeez. but I'm pretty confident that that. Uh, that's the lowest rating for Yikes. any player. Um, this is including Bingham who. Whose only like real rating is don't let goals in, and the guy once again uh, 
David, David Bingham team, cons- being considered at, for goalkeeper of the year, David Bingham? I don't think he's going to win that. But no, once no. again, he led the league in saves, like a, a ridiculous amount of saves. But he also faced yep. a ridiculous amount of shots. Uh, yep. So um, kind of, uh, you know, when you're facing that much shots, you're. You're gonna balance yeah. a save. Yeah. I mean, a lot. yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> right. look. If you, if you go back to, if you, do you remember? Do you guys remember Brad Guzan's rookie year, which gave us USA, Dan where Kennedy. where no, 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 not Dan Kennedy, Guzan. Oh, him too. Both of them. Um, th- that was a year where I think I forgot the guys the 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 goalie's name. Where like they brought in a, a veteran Mexican goalkeeper, and then he got hurt like preseason, and. I think he pretty much retired after that. I, but Brad yes, Guzan I got, that. Got, Brad Guzan was supposed to be the understudy, and oh my god, he let in a ridiculous amount of goals. So, I mean, but, but again, it's it's your defense, it's your back line, it's yeah. it's. But you know what? The, the funny thing is, is that when you're looking at transition defense, if you're looking at counterattack goals, it's not your back line. I mean, it it really is a team effort here. It's your midfielders who it's like okay. Are you slowing them down? Are you doing something to disrupt the play? Are you doing? Are you going back, or are you leaving your back line there to dry? You know, just to like leave them there hanging. So, yes, the back line has its faults, but at the same time, if we're talking about transition defense, I think the midfield is just as guilty. Sure. Would, you, would that be fair to say? Yeah. In a lot of games, they are. Guilty in a lot of games. It, it it varies back and forth in different games. I mean, a lot of the games that we play really well, uh, you have seen even um, Zlatan defending, you know, like in those games. And when we do high pressure up in the front, um, those are the games that we do much better in. But again, we don't have the endurance for that. That's why we're not like that all the time. So we speak of endurance. You think of Zlatan playing defense, which rarely, rarely happened. And to be honest, he doesn't have to. He's a striker, and he's never no, he's he's not. never no, done. No, but that I've seen him. But I've career. seen him chase chase balls back. I've but seen when he's done it, he's, yeah. But when he's done it, it's been very effective. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let me. So the season is not officially done. The regular season is done. Um, this is probably a conversation that's probably more appropriate for you know once MLS is is done December, maybe even January, but. Obviously, the Galaxy have a decision to make, a uh, few decisions to make. Uh, the offseason this season is going to be very, um, I'm going to say mouthwatering, uh, because it's going to be interesting to see what they do with all the spots opening up, all the TAM opening up, uh, the DP slots that we may pick up. Um, and one of the biggest decisions that everyone's talking about is, does Zlatan come back or not? Now, hold on, Louis, because this is, the. I don't know if you saw this, but... There is a listener. There's two actually uh, listeners submitted questions from Twitter about this very thing. Okay. So, okay. so maybe we should talk about it. We'll, okay. L- let's get into that, and, and then we'll we'll talk about it. So. Okay. So you want to? Do you want me to uh, read off the questions right now? Yeah, yeah. We might as well let's go into get, that. Let's get let's get to that. Got Sorry. It. We'll just get, get that out of the way. I'm like I'm not sure what you were implying there. All, All right. right. Yeah, let's get into that and get right into it. <laughs> okay. What? We're getting into it. Let's get into it. All right, so here we go. There's actually, uh, actually, I see quite a few questions in here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, we'll go for the first one. Uh, at Memote uh, underscore 79, 
what players do you see on the way out? Uh, well, some of some of them are actually pretty easy. Uh, others are a little tough. Shovik's out for yes. sure. Yep. Um, I'm going to say more than likely Felcher is out. Yeah. Check. The ones that are tougher to answer: Allison Trini. Yeah, that's question mark. Big question mark, because if you're keeping Alessandrini, I would like to see him come back. The guy has been injury prone. Not sure I'm really on board with that. And I'm definitely not going to be paying DP money for a guy who's been constantly injured. So if Alessandrini is willing to take a pay cut, and again, we have a new CBA uh, or it expires at the end of the season. They're going to have to renegotiate. This could be a big thing as far as uh, how Tam is used, how much Tam can be used. Um, so if Allison Drini is willing to take a pay cut to not um, take a DP slot, I would take him back. If he doesn't, I would have to depart. I, I would say thank you very much, but yeah, we got to go. In a- yeah, au revoir. Au revoir. Um, and then Zlatan, that, that, that's another big question mark. And this is a very divisive, uh, subject. It's not as divisive yeah. as Bingham, but this is a divisive subject because you have the Zlatan out crowd and you have the one more year crowd. And, 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 and oddly enough, it's the same people. Like for uh, me, I'm in both crowds. I, I am in, okay, so I, I can tell you right now that I would say, and for me, say Zlatan out, it's kind of harsh. That's kind of like, thanks, you know, but, you know, you need to get the fuck out of here, which is not the case. Uh, I, just, I, don't, I, I don't think it's we need to get the fuck out of here. It's like, hey, thank you. We're going to move in a different direction. You've been incredible. Because, which is, again, it, it's, it's weird saying that a guy who has scored 30 goals for you right. in a season where we were kind of questioning whether – your legs would even hold out. It, it's kind of weird they're saying we're going to move a different direction. Essentially, that is what you're what you're saying. And yeah. for the record, I am I'm in the camp of get a new striker. In fact, get two new strikers because Latan is your only one. So you're probably going to need two strikers. Get them young. Get them that fit in this four three three system that Skelota wants to run. Get them. To where they can track back and play some defense or put pressure on some of these defenders the way you saw Antuna do. Um, get, uh, even if you're not scoring 30 goals, score 14. The way that the system is supposed to be run, everyone is supposed to be getting in on that yeah. action, not just one, if you can one get guy. If you can get two players that can give you a 10-goal season and then you have the, the you know, Antuna contributing, you have... Bavon contributing five or six goals a piece. I mean, you know, that that is almost the entire season goal total there. Right. And and the thing is, I mean, Zantan can score 30 goals. He, he can score 40 goals. Um, you're still not, presumably, you're still not winning MLS Cup. It doesn't really do you any good if you're allowing, if Zantan's scoring four goals, but your, your defense is allowing five. Right. So um, Zantan isn't necessarily the problem. And even if I'm in the camp of saying, look, I, I would say thank you, Zlatan, for everything that you've done. We are headed in a different direction. I'm going to get these you know, young guys instead. I 
can also understand and make a case as to why you would want Zlatan back for at least one more season. Because if you bring Zlatan back and presumably look for those outside backs that fit your system, that know how to play defense, that know how to position themselves, and most importantly, especially the way Skelter plays, get a goddamn good cross in. If you get guys that can actually cross the ball, man, Zlatan could be scoring over 40 goals. And again, with the refs, you know, not doing him any favors, he could easily just fucking score 50. I mean, it's yep. fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's but it's ridiculous. Let's, let's, Let's let's be honest. It's all gonna be up to Zlatan, dude. Like yeah, I don't really think the Galaxy's gonna. Let, let's. I'm, I don't. I don't think Galaxy's gonna be like. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna let you go. I don't think they're gonna do that. It's gonna be either Zlatan. Guess ch- if if we do win the cup, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. That's it. He's I, not coming back I, next I would, year. I, I would if agree. If he doesn't, even if he if we don't win the cup, maybe because I've seen his, I've seen his. Uh, like the, his drive of wanting to win the MLS Cup weighing down a lot. Like how he compared to when he first got here, when he got first signed, yeah. he's like, I, you know, I'm the greatest. We're going to give you number one. Da, 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 da. He doesn't do that as much anymore. Yeah, I think with all the other, um, all the other like outside factors that happen within him, I mean, that happen in MLS, the travel, the, the refereeing, the quality of player that he has around him. He's kind of like, yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, he, but you but know it's, it's going to be his decision because again, because but it's fifty fifty though because he can come back one more season with a better team that's actually outfitted for him a lot clearer. He you know now now you know he is one of the top but, scorers of MLS. So why not sign that person again? Um, so like I, you know it's 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 all up to him. It's it's yeah. all up to him. It's not it's it's not up to the galaxy. I'm sorry no, to say. No, you're right. It's 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 MLZ. Um, I, and I don't disagree with that. I, I think if Zatan wants to come back, best case scenario, and by the way, the, the chances of this happening are slim to none. We're talking like 0.00001%. Best case scenario is if you really want to win a title here and you want to be successful, then you need to be the rich man's Alan Gordon. Take the pay cut. Take the TAM. We're going to bring in strikers. And if we need to go late, you're in. That's the best that's, case. That's, uh, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But that was the se- that was pretty much season one, I, yeah, kind of. For that him. was the scenario. I mean, you know, that, that was the scenario that was for the huge one. pay cut. That was the huge pay cut for the, for him in order to get the huge payday this season. Yeah, that I was mean the whole deal. Yeah, and, and you're not going to say, "Hey, you just scored thirty goals." Um, but that's what gonna, I keep we're, saying. We're, we're going to need the you to number take a pay two cut. top scorer of, of MLS. Like, yeah, no, not going to happen. Still, come, you yeah. want to you, you want to hear? He's not as old man out as you think he is. You know, as as much as you want to well, feel that way. He's but not, but here's you know? the thing. Here's the thing. It's the decision is going to be. You know, if Zlatan leaves it up to the galaxy, the decision is going to be: Are we going to go another year and reinforce everybody else and hope that Zlatan has another thirty goals in him, or are we going to find out the hard way in June or July that Zlatan? doesn't have 30 goals in them. Oh no, we don't have another striker. We have no, I think it's Zubac be, coming it's out the be bench. All, it's 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 going to be all GBS cuz he needs to learn how to outfit it. He hasn't figured it out yet. So like if if he has if he has the crew that can support him, it's like Lewis said a few minutes ago. 
he can go easily 40, 50 goals. Sure. If those balls but just what get if to he him can't? and they're clear and clean, because no, we get because we've already seen, like, there's no way. We've already seen the signs of of uh, of of aging from Zlatan. And like th- there was that there was that play oh, yes, in Houston. Course, there was that play in Houston where where Julian well, there's that play in Houston where Julian Araujo lays across. It's a little bit behind him, but I mean he could very easily control that and take a shot and probably sure, get he's his messed goal. up a lot and of he, clear stuff. And, he, he, he and there's been a lot, lot of passes. There's been a lot of them. You know, more than more I can than also, we, we can also Zlatan, count right? that for. But we well we can also count that for a lot of other players in the team that we should. Expect but, better as well. But they're not the quality so, of Zlatan. That's the thing. No, so, and then they're also not scoring like Zlatan either. So yeah. you can't really weigh it in that in that effect. Because they're not the quality can't. of Zlatan. They're not scoring because they're not the quality. Um, you know, I think. Well, I think here, here, like, but here, here's the thing that that I that I want to say. Yes, you're seeing the signs of aging, whether Bobby wants to see it or not. It doesn't necessarily mean that he is going I'm not to stop I don't scoring. See the signs of aging. Okay, but it doesn't mean that he's going to stop scoring goals. I stand by what I said. You get the personnel around him; he may score forty or fifty goals. Most That's of the most of most oh of the goals God. that came from Zlatan were once Pavon came in. So, if you have Pavon along with your wingbacks who are putting in crosses that you know that are actually getting to Zlatan, that the nature of his position is that he doesn't have to play for ninety minutes. He can literally just wait there. He doesn't have to be brilliant for 90. He has to be brilliant for a moment. That's it. A striker, you can be shitty for 89 minutes. If you if that 90th minute you scored the game winner, you're the fucking hero. And that's, that's all you're, you're going to remember. But, but that's also depending on how many chances you get to be brilliant, right? right but, if you right. if you no, have if you have a game where you're you have 10 chances to be brilliant and you're brilliant twice, that's enough. Right? Right. But if you're only if you only get one chance and your legs can't do it, and you mess up that chance. That's, that's it. Not, but that's, that's not it. really. But then that's not really on him. Then then that's the rest of the team that's not able to get the ball for that's whatever what reason. So at Pavon yeah. being there, you can see the difference in play once Pavon got in. You can see. But, but hold on. But are is the team not fulfilling the chances because of the way that? They play with a guy like Zlatan up front. I, like that's, no, I, it's, I it's, think here's the thing. Here's the thing. Deliver those level of plays. Here's you the thing. The crosses it's a that whole, they continually do. But no, no, no. Like if that actually connected, it'd be a different story. But it's a whole ecosystem, right? It's not just you can't just say this one moment. It's an entire ecosystem. It's the way the team plays. It's the way the team defends against us. It's how the game plays out. Right, you can look at those little moments and say, "Oh, he messed up," but and and that was our one chance. Well, the team's not creating chances, but the team's not creating chances because they're super easy to defend. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's which all is all part of the ecosystem. Yeah, which is why we're saying you get so better I, quality players on the team. But do you yeah. get a better quality, to handle those situations? But do you get a better quality? player up front like that's the thing it's easy to defend that i mean it's i'm not saying it's easy to defend Zlatan. it's obviously it's not but you can see moments where a team can frustrate the way the galaxy plays they cut off the surface to Zlatan, 
and then they're they're neutralized. That's it. Even with the better quality players, which is why actually I am on the camp that I would like uh, a couple uh, young strikers that actually fit the system. But when who's, who's going to come in? But who's going to come in and do that when they have Zlatan in front of them? Well, that's what I'm saying. If you're asking me which camp I'm in, I'm in the camp of I <clears throat> I want to move on and I get uh you know, two young strikers that can run, that can fit in a system that isn't just one target or one dimensional, where you have a, a, a series of options at your disposal going forward or that Pavon can very much unlock any single one of those if he so chooses. The fun question here is, if you had a choice between I have to pick only one player to keep, Pavon or Zlatan, who would it be? Oh, it's Pavon. Wait, that's a no-brainer for me. It really is a no-brainer for me. It's Pavon 100%. Because that guy can make anybody else look just as good. So yeah. if you bring in two other young strikers who, yeah, may not get you 30 goals, but if they give you 12, you know, and the other one gives you eight, and, yeah, Pavon's still, like, you know, doing his thing. Like I said, you kind of make that up. And it, you look at the way that Zlatan plays. Yeah, it's just moments. He's scoring 30 goals, and he dominates when his moment comes up you see him there in spurts you don't see him there running for 90 minutes look at a player like carlos vela you don't see that you kind of see him involved in the play with the team for 90 minutes so that's first of all that's age that make no mistake about it that's not necessarily playing style that's age right there that's latin saying look i i know what i'm capable of i don't have to burn myself out i know i'm 38 years old I only have to show up when I have to show up. And when I do, it's going to be fucking epic. But, you know, it it is something that, you know, see differently. Uh, Something that you see differently between these two players. Where if I have another striker who's young that's capable of running for 90 minutes and creating, I'm going to take that route. But I'm not going to hate on the guy who says, I want Zlatan for one more year because you can make a very legitimate case for it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think you, we kind of lost sight of what the question was and, and we, we dove down this this rabbit hole. And I think <laughs> we have like three other questions involving yeah, yeah. the involving hypothetical Zlatan, Zlatan, right? So, yeah, so, so but hold, hold on, because I, I do want to go back to some of the other players that you know aren't going to get talked about uh, otherwise. Um, Servando Carrasco, I think he's probably going to be gone. Um, I think obviously Juninho is probably done. Yeah. Uh, Perry Kitchen as well. Chris Pontius is a question mark. I'd like to keep him, but at the same time, he's getting to the point in his career where you could see him going back to DC and, you know, and and kind of finishing out his career there. Um, I I think you look at Dave Romney and Daniel Serres, and you say those guys might be valuable trading pieces so I, I they're kind of in limbo for me so i think romney would be more along the line of trade bait since he was very seldom used and it doesn't look like he's going to be part of Scalotto's plan steris however could very well be trade bait but since he was our most consistent defender and he and Scalotto brought out another level in him i want to say he stays even if he is relegated to the bench that's good depth right there. And yeah. I think that for me, Stara stays. Mm. All right. Let's move on to the next question. Okay. So let's go ahead and move on. Like I said, yeah, we went on a tangent there. Um, so something actually kind of different from one start to the next at Gal star asks who 
realistically in MLS has a chance to land Messi or Ronaldo. What would it take for the LA Galaxy to land any one of them? Realistically, you're probably looking at, well, you're going to have to pay them a lot of money when they're, you know, old. Pretty much when, you know, at the age of Zlatan is in. You're pretty much going to have to pay them there. What does it take for the Galaxy to do this? I'm not really sure that they're probably going to go after that name. I'm sure they'll be like Zlatan. We're like, dude, I probably have to do the minimum. And I'm still going to like run around this fucking league. Like there was nothing, nothing there. I don't think Messi is that kind of player. But I think that they go after Ronaldo. So I think they have a legitimate shot at Ronaldo. I think. So it's going to be Beck's new team. Messi's going to be right. Right, and then we're gonna get Ronaldo. So that that that's what I was gonna say. I think it looks like Messi. If anyone is gonna land one of the first, uh, one of them first, it's going to be um, Inter Miami uh, with Messi, and we would have a much better shot at Ronaldo just because you know L.A. Right. Hollywood. Here's he, here's a kicker for me where I'm saying, what would it take for the Galaxy to land one of them? Well, Money? if LAFC if LAFC steals one, the Galaxy. Just has to take the other. I mean, That's how perfect a, yeah. is that? Let it, let it play I was about that to, I, Yeah, I was gonna say that that was, that was gonna be the reason. Once Messi comes here, then of course LA. But then if that happens, then yes, it's a no brainer. One has to go to the other. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I think that's it. I, I, you're not gonna see anyone outside of LA uh, or uh, Miami, uh, whether it's LAFC or with the Galaxy or Miami. You're not gonna see a small club. Uh, land any of those players. I don't even think New York is capable of landing one of those players, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, it has to be uh, one of the bigger market teams. I, I can I see mean, you maybe... Would, you, would that, you would think that New York City has the uh, the money and the resources to land they do. Uh, a Messi or Ronaldo, but like, and then you show them, like, yeah, hey, you're going to be playing in this baseball stadium. They're going to be like, yeah, nah, I'm out. That's I'm what I'm saying. And then... Yeah, yeah also, just, I think they'd rather be in California. Yeah, and then the Red Bulls, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, no. I don't think they have that... Kind of money. I, I don't. I, I just don't see that type of club. You've never seen a big player, with the exception of Henri, play for either one of those teams. Um, Pirlo, when he was like, you know, old, and I, I just, I, I just don't see it uh, coming from New York. I, I think it has to be one of the LA teams uh, or one of the expansion teams that really wants to make a splash. And, and it looks like Miami is going to be that team. So, yeah. other than that, I don't see any other team doing it. Um, let's see. I think we can combine uh, the next two. Okay, so uh, Madam Serrano, hypothetical: who replaces Ibra, Kun Aguero or Lewandowski? Oh man, and and also Kevin has said that uh, Kevin says uh, when Zlatan leaves, who's our next target player to fill in? Okay, jeez, I don't know. Okay, so out of those two, though, those, I would call. I would probably do Lewandowski for me. I, I'd pick out a, of those two. I'd pick Aguero and keep the Argentina thing going. Well, that makes sense, David. Yeah, I, I I think it's Gunnar Aguero, just because he fits in that system, and he's the guy that's gonna go, you know, run run around like crazy. Like he's not getting a lot of. I, I think he's kind of. I don't know if he's getting a lot of playing time at Man City or not, but I think that right about within the next year or so is when you want to bring him in. Maybe in the summer is when you want to bring in uh, Aguero, uh, a guy like that. I think Lewandowski would be amazing, but I think too much of the same. I think Aguero is is the guy that 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 you want to bring in. That's like the dream pick. Um. Yeah. I, I would. 
I'd be totally okay with that. Obviously, it's not going to happen, but I would be okay since you're asking. Hypothetically, well, I'd be okay with either. Yeah, I, I would be okay with either. <laughs> I would just prefer uh, prefer uh, uh, Um Okay, so when Zatan leaves, who is our next target player to fill in? Yeah, I think Kuna Aguero. <laughs> well, I mean, realistically, I, I think you're going with some uh, known. There was uh, I, and I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah, Columbia Rubio striker who plays or... at Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, uh, Karofsky was a. Uh, uh, in Scotland, watching the game, uh, watching the Rangers game, uh, you know, take that as you will. Um, this uh, Colombian striker, young Colombian striker, uh, has been called to the national team before, um, has stopped since. Uh, God, I can't remember his name now. It's going to bug me. But um, doesn't call in basically for disciplinary issues. Too many red cards. Uh, so that's something to keep an eye on. However, I think this is kind of a long shot. To, to be perfectly honest, I, I would love to have a Colombian striker on the team. Believe me, I would fucking love to have a Colombian striker on the team. Uh, but uh, I think this is more of a long shot. But we'll see how that uh, how that plays out. I actually think we might go for like just like some, you know, it doesn't have to be the Zlatan type player. It doesn't have to be Aguero. It's not going to be Lewandowski, I, uh, anything like that. I think it's just going to be like some guy that you pick out from South America. Like, hey, you can make a. You can make a splash here in MLS. Yeah. Make a name I, for yourself. I think you go, go to Europe. You go for the you go for the diamond in the rough. Yes. And you go I think and you go for and then you can go for like, you know, a, a fairly recognizable name as well. Yeah. Um all right. All soccer all day ask who gets this year's Michael Ciani award? <laughs> That's a tough one, man. Um actually no, it's not that tough for me. For me, it's people. It's it's Gonzalez. He was massively disappointing. Um, he came in, showed some flashes of being capable, and then it took a serious drop and just never really recovered. Wait, what am I talking about? It's Shelvick. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm like, you know <laughs> what, what? The hell am I talking about? It's Shelvick. It's I just what? wanted to give a different answer than, than, than I was Shelvick, gonna be I like, guess. yeah, that's true, but I mean, Shelvick's yeah. been around longer. Like I go. <laughs> I go. I I know why you're saying that. Three point eight average, but it's fucking shelving. It's definitely shelving, uh, especially for a guy who's making a million dollars and the most uh, and the highest paid defender in the entire league. I mean, remember that Michael Ciani was only making three hundred thousand less than Shelvick was. Just uh-huh. oh my god, it's I unseen and God Michael Ciani. I mean, seriously, like I'd rather park Michael Ciani's McLaren. Out there than Shelvick, but yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely Shelvick for me. All right. Um, so then, at Raider Juan asks, besides Shelvick, because it seems to be uh, the obvious one, who leaves on defense as soon as the season is over? I think we kind of said that. I think Felcher might be that guy. However, I think that the way you salvage him is Felcher has to take a pay cut. Well, I he already it, did this year. He did this year with incentives, so I'm, we're not entirely sure what those incentives were. So who knows? Put in, if, put in more. Put in a decent cross. We we haven't well, paid anything out. To, right. To Rolf Felcher. Well, I remember talking about this, and we're saying if you're if you're on defense, you're not going to get offensive stats uh, as incentives. Whereas if you're a forward, if you're a striker, like okay, if you score this many goals. Uh, you can unlock. Yeah, here's uh, you know here's, this. here's your here's your uh, your incentive unlocks. Put in a decent cross. Uh, contribute to a clean sheet. 
and I don't know, like uh, what's what's another thing? Yeah, that I mean, well, that, that you would give a defender, you know, like um, well, I don't what know, I have certain said, number amount of tackles. I don't know. Yeah, uh, you know, go over. Yeah, exactly. Go over a pass amount. Of, we haven't paid shit out to Shel- to Felcher. Well, what I had if said those are the, the incentives. The season, we're not paying anything out. Right. Well, what I had said at the beginning of the season, I, I think you're looking at games played because remember that he was injury plagued the season prior yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah. So I, I want to yeah. say that it was games played and he did play a, a good amount of games. I don't think he ever came off injured. Except, I mean, if it was something minor, he probably stepped away from a, like a couple, few games. Yeah, yeah. Was a minor one in May, I think. Yeah, so uh, so yeah. those might have been the incentives. I'm not entirely sure because they were never uh, actually released. But I... I want to say he he's got to take a pay cut. He's got to be in the like under three hundred thousand for us to re-sign him. And I think he'd be on the bench. I think he'd be I a depth player. I think he already is under three hundred thousand because that first year he was like he was seventy-five. No, I think he was like four. Then he got renegotiated down to like two something. Yeah, I think he got renegotiated with the incentives because he was over three. I think he was like right under four, and he was poised to make over four, but they, yeah. They got it down to under 300, and the incentives probably pushed them over the 400 if he were yeah. to have uh, made yeah. them. Maybe. So, so uh, again, and this is that the speculation because we have no idea what, like I said, what the incentives were. Um, but other than that, like I said, I, I think Romney's gone too simply because he was seldom used, and I don't think he fits in the system. Well, I would and, like and to don't see- forget that there is a, um, a expansion draft for Miami and Nashville. Right. Oh, right. wait, is and it Miami and Austin? Or is it Miami, Austin, and Nashville? Is it all three of them? I think it'll go with different years. I think it's Miami, and then I think I th- oh, maybe Austin does play at the same time. Yeah, I think Austin plays next year. So uh, I think it's maybe it's Miami and Austin, and then next year will be uh, Nashville. It could be. But if that's the case, it, I wouldn't put... I'm not sure if I would put Romney on that list, because it is trade bait. Because if they get picked up, you get nothing for them. Right. So I'm not sure if you but, actually. But I also don't see them being. I, I don't think they'll be protected. I don't think they'll protect Romney. This is a, a this is a, a this is more of a conversation for off season anyway. We'll okay, know okay, like okay, okay. what's happening. But yeah, sure enough, I I, sure I think that Romney has value as 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 I've said, um, and so you look to try and get something for him before you lose him for nothing. Um, so maybe that happens in the off season. At, as soon as the as I, I think as soon as MLS Cup is over, you have to start making you know moves and, and changes and stuff so dtk is gonna have his work cut out for him in the offseason um but yeah i think definitely you know again to reiterate what we were already said about the defense um rolf shelvik romney maybe Sarah's thomas hill hillier rc who i think like three weeks ago we forgot about and then i forgot about him again this week um <laughs> He's out. I, yeah, I think he's gone. Um, Triore, maybe. Maybe he just goes back down to G2. I think... Uh, yeah, tri- I think Triore is kind of a tough one. I, I would like to see him stay on because he's young. And obviously, they they promote him to the to the first team. And if it wasn't for injury, maybe he would have stayed on. Who knows? Um, and I think Araujo stays, obviously. But yeah, I think Triore might be out... Very well could be G2, but it could very well be trade bait as well. Who knows? Yeah. Well, we, we've already lost Efrain. Uh, he's with the, the Mexico U17 uh, oh, we lost him for the season. And 
and he was going around telling people last week at the last home game that he was already gone, like he was going to Europe. Yeah, well, that that again, that's rumor. I heard the same thing. Um, nothing concrete yeah. just yet, so we'll see what happens. Uh, that is it, at least for the moment, uh, as far uh, questions. So thank you so much for so many of those questions. We hope we answer them to uh, the best of our ability. Um, okay, so before we sign off, Minnesota, um, no balls and beers, so we can go ahead and get our predictions in and everything that we need to say here. Bobby, Mr. Galaxy, what do you say? What happens in Minnesota uh, in two weeks? Because we do have a bye week before we play again on the October 20th. Well, it's not, it's not a bye week. It's an international break. <laughs> well, inter- it's a bye week. Okay. It's Nobody else week. is playing. So we'll all get a bye week. Yeah, everybody gets a bye week. Yeah, okay? we're good. We're good. All right. uh, Mr. Galaxy, talk I'm to me. I'm swinging for the high week. Make me, uh, <laughs> make me, feel, uh, make me feel good. Um, oh. Sorry, I was actually holding a sneeze. I was going to say, David, go first, because I wasn't <laughs> going to be able to hold it. All right. Um, I have no fucking idea. Um, we have no idea who this, what this team, who this team, how this team is going to be. Um, I'm hoping mentally everybody shakes the entire season off and just forgets all about it and just realizes that there's just four games. It's called playoffs and then the championship, and that's all you need to do. Um, I hope that they have the incentive to beat Minnesota in order to go to LAFC. Um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. I have no idea if it's going to happen. But shit, man. Uh, Like Lewis said, there's no Western Conference team that they can't beat. They usually beat themselves. So we'll see if they can get through it without losing concentration, without getting overrun, without making those little mental mistakes for seconds that ends up hurting us in the long run. Because uh, this time it's going to end us completely in the whole entire season. No more coming back. So we'll see. I'm not going to give you any confidence. But. You don't have to. You're the champion. David, what do you say? Uh, look, what Bobby said it has almost convinced me to, to go against the galaxy here. Um, <laughs> I, I would say that for the most part, I'm confident. That was that not my intention. Uh, that's that's kind of what I got from it. Uh, for the most part, the Galaxy, um, the quality is just better than than Minnesota. Uh, the problem is that, as Bobby said, they end up beating themselves. The mental mistakes. You better damn well be sure that Adrian Heath has been watching the way the Galaxy plays and preparing his team to counteract that they're already a counter-attacking team. Um, I think that they have players that can hurt the Galaxy, but I also think that it's, you know, it's it's Zlatan. We've never seen Zlatan in the playoffs. We don't know what we're going to get, but more than likely, he's going to be up for it, and he damn well better get the rest of the team up for it. <sighs> can I go draw here, Lewis? You could, draw? but... Confidence you, of five, going to penalty yeah, kicks, and we'll probably win it. That, um, uh, that's, that can very I, well happen. I, I think that this has the makings of one of those wacky, epic MLS games, but I still feel like the Galaxy is going to come out on top. I have a confidence of one. 
Um, so and I think all MLS playoff games are going to be fucking crazy. Yeah, I think so too. Honestly, I can't wait. I think they're all <laughs> <Can't> crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I disagree. I think all Western Conference playoff games are going to be crazy. I think the Eastern Conference is a little bit easier to call, if I'm being perfectly honest. But um, when it's, uh, when have it's you been four, watching when MLS? It's, yeah, when, I mean, when it's, it's, when it's let, six let the champions five. speak. <laughs> <laughs> when it's six to five on, the, on, on some Eastern Conference game. Epicness oh, all terrible. Over. It's gonna be crazy. It's just gonna be weird. It's gonna yeah. be MLS. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. It's gonna be MLS. It. Oh, I'm just, like, just, just no boring draws, please. No, I. I, I mean, I but then we get the epicness of a penalty back. kick shootout. Yeah. Boring draw. DC versus New York Red Bulls. That's what it's gonna be. You know that. They play right. They're in the fourth I think, fight. Yeah, I think DC is gonna run over them. Actually. Nah, we we'll should be doing a bracket uh, challenge. They couldn't even. They couldn't even beat Cincinnati at home. Come on. Yeah. Come on. That's true. And Cincinnati right. had a red card. All right, go on. Uh, sorry. Right. So, um, all right. As for me, I, I, I kind of said my piece uh, earlier as far as uh, what the Galaxy are capable of, what the Galaxy can do in the playoffs. Um, it's just a matter of who shows up. As David said, uh, Zlatan has never been in the playoffs. This is going to be his first rodeo, and he's up for it. He's even said it earlier in the season. Regular season doesn't really fucking matter. In Europe, every game is important. In MLS, you only have to fucking win the playoffs. So apparently, 30 goals was just level nine, and we get to see Let's level see it, 10. So, Let's see it. Um, so hopefully, God fucking I hope, but yeah. We'll see. So hopefully, well, again, it doesn't matter if he scores five and Minnesota scores six, doesn't really matter. But um, yeah, I, 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 it's a game that we can't win. It's tough. I'm not going to say it's an easy win, um, but it is definitely a winnable game. I have to agree with it. I think at the end of the regulation, it's going to be a draw. I think we're going to go into penalties. I think this team is going to make us suffer all the way through the end. Um, and as I said, if I'm being positive, this is a team that's never been in the playoffs. This is their first time out. I think this is a game that you can take advantage of there. You have a team that has never beaten you, a team that whose sole purpose for existing is just to beat us, and they still haven't done it, and they know it. Talk about rust. LAFC will not have played a game in three weeks. They are going to be rusty for that game. This is everything. Not everything going for the Galaxy, but you got some things that are kind of lining up. For once this season, LA, please, take it. It's yours. Um... But since the Galaxy played better when uh, you leave them for dead, they're going to fucking lose this game in Minnesota. Lock 10. All right. Any last words, guys? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. David? All right. All right. Cool. Well, thank you for listening. This is episode 176. I'm here with Lewis only, I guess. <laughs> thank you for listening. Go, Galaxy. Is David here? Hi. And this is Bobby. Later. Oh wait, one more thing. Sorry, Bobby. Oh. Sorry, sorry. Uh, when, We're when... already off. <laughs> Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. 